0: I think your boss is texting in, too, just to be honest. I mean, how how do you not get sucked into this? It's an Eagles town, and you know what? This year, they deserve it. They're great. And I just want to take a minute if we could thank the Cleveland Browns one more time. Guys, thank you for trading that pick. Man, you are just so damn stupid. I'd also like to thank the Los Angeles Rams. Thank you. Hey, Jared Goff looks fine. Good for you, guys. Good for you. He's not as good as Wentz. Never will be. Wentz is the truth. It's just that simple. So are you on the Super Bowl bandwagon? I'm here. I'm ready to go. I am gonna. I'm, I will drive this thing myself. I will be the horse out front pulling us there. We're going to the Super Bowl. This team has it. And one of the good things, I just got a tweet. By the way, you can tweet me at it's Vince Quinn. It's all one word. It's Vince Quinn. I'm Vince Quinn in for Big Daddy Graham. Now, Something that, that was mentioned, and I, I think this is just phenomenal, the idea that this team has a chip on its shoulder. And when you go through a lot of the key players, there is a really good case to be made. LeGarrette blunt has a fantastic season, and everyone thinks he's done. Carson Wentz passed over for Jared Goff. Browns trade away the pick, say, no, nah, we'll take someone else. Torrey Smith, Rated as one of the worst receivers in football the past two years. Nelson Aguilar, done. Zach Ertz, he's a wimp, right? He can't play. He's a wimp. Oh yeah, we'll talk to you in December, Zach Ertz. How's that all look? Fletcher Cox, maybe he's overpaid. So we're having all of these different things that come together and create this storm of a team that has a lot of attitude. This is a tough team. And as we just saw in that Carolina game, when they have to, they can knock the crap out of people. Nigel Bradham flying around. Michael Kendricks flying around. The defensive line getting after Cam Newton and knocking him around. I mean, this team is kind of nasty. And you know what? I love it. Love it. That's the other thing with this team, too. They're very likable, right? I, I can't find, like, I really enjoy this team is really what it comes down to. They're fun to watch. They've got some fun personalities. I I like it. They've got a good mixture. Malcolm Jenkins is a really interesting, socially active guy that backs it up. He's at meetings in Washington. He's meeting with people in Philly. He legitimately cares about it. He follows through. He plays well. The team respects him. He does all sorts of stuff. I mean, Jenkins is just great. Jason Peters is a guy that is a Hall of Famer, and he's had a phenomenal career. I love watching Jason Peters play. It's great. So to see all of these kind of guys together right now in this moment, it's it, no one expected it. No one was predicting Super Bowl for this team really. But now look at the odds. I was at Delaware Park Casino actually during the Panthers game. Before the game, 8-1 to one odds. One of the best in the NFL, by the way. Still really good odds. After the game, 6-1. to one. Get geeked out. Let's talk to Steve in Tampa about it. What's up, Steve? Hey, Vince. Hey, how you doing?
1: Uh, pretty good. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, you know, one thing that was overlooked is that the, I don't have the exact numbers, Vince, but the Eagles' time of possession in every game seems to be at least 10 minutes more than the team they're playing. Uh which keeps the other team offense off the field. That's I think that is a more important figure than any other number you can come up with. Uh, and that's the reason why, one of the reasons, why they're so good. They, they run down the other team's defense to a point where in the fourth quarter, it's theirs.
0: Yeah, the, the time of possession thing I I do think is incredibly important. And they're fantastic at it. You're right. It feels they, like over 10 minutes over their opponents, and they, they really control the ball, and you tire out the opposing defenses. And when it gets to that point, I mean, when you've got a stable running game, when people know, people know the Eagles can run the ball now, they're very right? well aware of it, and they're still able to do it consistently. And so they in these, keep
1: on doing it. You're yeah, right?
0: short yardage oh, well, situations, yeah. like what's happening? You know, it's a quarterback sneak. He's getting it every time. Third and one, third and two, third and three. It's like, all right, Clement, uh Blunt, whoever it might be. A lot of times they get it. Like the the third down efficiency is something that leads to these long drives. And you and gotta how love about, how good they how are about, there.
1: How about the fourth down? Have they run any fourth down plays yet? Well, all, all the, basically all the... Fourth the one, fourth and
0: two? Yeah, I think the only fourth down conversion they don't have is the fourth and eight. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of debate wow. that we've already had about that play. But generally, when they go in the fourth downs, it's short yardage. They sneak yep. it every single time. And it works every single time. And it, it's, you know what, it's one impressive.
1: Other point, one other point I want to make. That when I saw the schedule come out, I didn't realize that the Eagles now have 11 days off. They play three home games, another week off, and that's their bye week. And then they go to Dallas. That is one heck of a schedule, don't you think?
0: Yeah, there was something. I, Jimmy Kempsky, I believe, I tweeted it out. It. Yeah, it's it's something like thirty-eight days or something between when they were in Carolina and when they play their next game on the road, which is just 38 unbelievable. Days? That's,
1: that's like a month. I know it's Are you <laughs> sure.
0: It's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's it's something like that. It's it's in the thirties. So. Uh, we're going to look up the exact number now, and I'll have it for you in a minute. But, yeah, no, it's, it's an incredibly long time. And so right now you've got a team that's 5-1. and one. Now they're going to play three games at home, and they're great at home. And so, I mean, who knows how good this record could be by the time that they're finally on the road again. And you know what? They still win games on the road, so it's not like, oh, they're on the road. They're probably going to lose this one. It's like they're on the road, flip a coin.
1: They only have four games left on the road.
0: Isn't it wonderful to be five and, and one they, with four games have, left on the road?
1: They have four games left. That's it. You got the two out west, Dallas, and New uh, US. That's it. It's wonderful. Yeah, they, they're just. Uh, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure. No, it sounds
0: about right. Because um, are you sure
1: there's 38 days between away games? We're we're
0: working on it. West is looking it up, but 37. Wow. Oh, 37. There you go. Yeah.
1: 37 games? Wow. That's that's huge.
0: October 12th all the way till November 19th. <laughs> My God. Almost it's Thanksgiving before 19th. they're on the road again.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's... That is... That's is, that is, <laughs> that weird, I'll tell you. I never saw the NFL do that, really. Give a team that many home games, and then a, a bye be- after, and a 11 days before.
0: It's uh, it's pretty good to be the Eagles right now, Steve.
1: I don't think Kaepernick has a, has a shot at all to get any kind of thing. I mean, he's just doing it because he's making headlines. Isn't there way you could prove it? How can you prove something like that?
0: Well, that's a good point, and I don't know how he's going to prove it. I can't imagine that these guys like for them to for them to be billionaires because when you own a team, you're a billionaire. So to be in that situation, well, sure
1: not you are where do you own it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. So that, that's a good point. So like for these guys, I can't imagine that all of them are collectively no. dumb enough to say. It- Let's sign this document, or let's all you know like let's just no, all agree it, to not sign it, Kaepernick, so yeah, I think
1: it I think it happened once in baseball many many years ago, Vince uh but uh it's', it's so hard to prove, and um you know it, it's just that he's i mean he's the one he was cut from San francisco uh and I don't know if it had anything to do with the anthem or not the anthem, but Nobody wants them. So how can you prove that everybody got together and said, we're not going to sign Kaepernick, period, all of us? You would have to get some some kind of document saying that everybody agreed to it. it. It's not there. I don't believe the owners, like you said, are not that stupid that they would engage in anything like that.
0: Yeah, I, I, and I agree with you. I don't think he proves any of this. And Steve, thanks for the call. It's it's interesting that he did it because, it's to me, it's not about him winning the case. Because he won't. But the problem for the NFL is still colossal. And if you missed it, Colin Kaepernick yesterday officially filed a grievance against the NFL for collusion. So he is now... in a a very real and legitimate way, stating that every owner in the NFL collectively banded together to say, we will not allow Colin Kaepernick to play. Which is a really interesting situation to be in, uh, especially for the NFL owners, because they have everything to lose, and Kaepernick loses nothing. All Kaepernick's doing is, he's, he's not getting a job anyway. It's clear, because he doesn't have one. So, you know, Jay Cutler gets pulled in and, and goes over to uh, Miami when they needed a quarterback. Like, they're not even thinking about Kaepernick. They're pulling guys out of retirement instead. And so, and now that he's dropped the collusion thing, it, he's not playing in Green Bay. It's not going to happen. So, with it being at this state that he's filed this thing now, all of the conversation that the NFL owners have had is going to be picked through. And so when that happens and details leak out and reports are filed then man the information even if it's something that in the grand scheme of things isn't you know the biggest deal in the world when it's an NF, when you're getting communication from nfl owners talking to each other i mean that's a big deal and they don't want it out there they're not public people when it comes to the business side of the league and a lot of times they just put it on Goodell and he eats the bullet and, and they, you know, cackle over fat cigars and fancy glasses of whiskey. I don't know. Uh, I'm not rich. But, like, that's the situation they're dealing with. They can't get all of this information out to the public. They can't have any, you know, real, pointed, closed-door conversations and thoughts out in the public sphere. There's too much attention on the NFL, and it will be incredibly bad press The entire way. So this investigation, just by the fact that it exists, is a colossal problem for the NFL. Huge, monumental problem for the NFL. And again, he doesn't have to prove anything. He just needs to make them do the investigation, which is the NFL's worst nightmare. And you know what? It's on their doorstep. On top of that, they've got all the legal gymnastics of dealing with Ezekiel Elliott, and that's a whole mess. And the other thing is, when it comes to all the Colin Kaepernick stuff... Here's the biggest problem about all of it. They could have easily completely dodged the problem. Sign him. Sign him. He is clearly an NFL quarterback. I mean, for no one, at this point of the season, I get it. A lot of teams are locked in. You have your guys and, and it is what it is. You don't want to rock the boat by bringing in Kaepernick. Oh my God, how could we possibly bring in Colin Kaepernick? But when it's training camp and you're just trying guys out. I mean, are you really telling me, Baltimore Ravens, that you couldn't sign him for the preseason and work him out and have him back up Joe Flacco? Flacco sucks right now. Frankly, if Flacco had Kaepernick behind him right now, there'd be a real quarterback controversy, and with good reason, because Flacco sucks. The Ravens aren't doing any; They're 3-3, three and three, but God, they just are not good. So... They could have signed Kaepernick. By the way, Kaepernick also said in the offseason that he would not kneel during the anthem anymore, and he was going to play the good soldier card. He was going to show up. He was going to play football and take the job seriously. Everyone in the NFL still decided, and that's all 32 owners that he's now charging with collusion. He, he put it out there and they all said, no, thank you. We don't want you anyway. And so what happens? Well, Kaepernick doesn't have a job. People are pissed about it. Reporters are asking about it nonstop. And everyone else in the league, all these other players, the kneeling matters more. And so everyone across the league is now kneeling and planning protests and talking about protests. And Jerry Jones is in protests and then taking them away. And it's, it dominates the news. That's all we talk about when it comes to football now. It's the freaking anthem. We're talking about the song before the game. And I get it. I'm not trying to disrespect the anthem here, but that's that's where the conversations leaned. They caused all of these problems because they didn't want to sign Kaepernick, and they were worried about the trouble that it would bring of bringing him in. Well, look at where the league is now. Look at how colossal the mistake was. It was clearly worth it for the entire league and the sanity of fans and the social fabric of this country to have Kaepernick on a team, second string, third string, whatever you want to do. The guy should have at least been in a camp. You can't tell me that he shouldn't have been in a camp somewhere in the NFL quarterback is the most important position in football. We all know it. He's a guy that's been a starter. He was a throw away from being a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. And think of how that single throw and that title could have changed everything as well. Super Bowl-winning quarterback Colin kaepernick Niels. Super Bowl-winning quarterback Colin Kaepernick does not have a job, still doesn't have a job, continues to not have a job, is charging for collusion. Think of how all of that changes with a single pass. It's interesting. But... Everything here with Kaepernick was totally avoidable. All of these problems and, and fuss and mess and disaster surrounding the NFL, it was their own fault. They completely did this themselves. Clearly should have signed them. Look where you are now. Interesting thing, by the way, someone bought the Houston Rockets recently. And the person who brought the, bought the Rockets was asked about it because obviously NBA teams are selling for ridiculous amounts of money. They're incredibly expensive. And so... He he said, at that point, why'd you buy the Houston Rockets? said, well, the NBA is a safer bet than the NFL. (laughs) Wow. If that's not a stab in the heart to the NFL, because he's completely right, then, I mean, I don't know what is. But it's in part because of all of this unstableness, all of these legal issues, all of these away-from-the-game, social-relationship kind of issues. Kaepernick's at the center of that. And you know what? Now you've got a collusion case. Good luck. Good luck to you. You deserve it. You deserve every bad thing that comes out of it, really. I, I have no no sense of uh, sadness for the NFL. Screw them. It, it was their problem. They made it, and, you know, lie in the bed that you make. So, 888 pound 9494, if you want to get in and talk about it. I'm Vince Quinn, in for Big Daddy Graham. You can join the show on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. I meant to get to the Embiid contract. We will get to that in just a minute. Stay right there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.